Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the mighty Ring Talk Studios here in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. I'm a stone's throw away, of course, from Pier 39, Fisherman's Wharf, the waterfront, the most beautiful site in the entire world, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, the bottom line is, for the next couple of hours, here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, we're talking boxing and MMA. And of course, the greatest. We're going to hear from the greatest. In an interview you probably haven't heard before, because this is Muhammad Ali in Face the Nation, 1978. He's talking about his career. He's talking about life. He's talking about the Vietnam War. He's talking about racism. Wow. I mean, he runs the entire gamut here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. So we'll hear from Ali in depth in hour number one. Hour number two, we'll switch gears and talk about the new interim UFC middleweight champ. The fact that Amanda Nunes was unable to fight Valentina Shevchenko. Of course, UFC 213 going down. Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, the T-Mobile Arena. What can I say? Not too exciting and not worth 70 bucks. I told you beforehand. Anyway, you are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We have a couple of ways you can get a hold of us today. We have the toll-free phone line, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. And, of course, we've got the guilt-free text line. Say what you want. Don't have to come on the air. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. So we'll go deep with Muhammad Ali today. We'll, you know, look at the world of mixed martial arts as we can only do here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, I hope you spend the next couple hours with us. We are here live, 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 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, each and every Saturday and Sunday. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, and Fisherman's Wharf. It's made up of the simple day-to-day moments that keep us all running on full, full of joy, passion, and restlessness. It's singing full on to your car radio with the windows wide open. It's a whole bunch of early morning rush hours and a few late-night runs for Rocky Road. It's full of pit stops and drive throughs It's life, and we live it between Phillips at Valero. Valero top-tier certified quality fuel keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com. At Valero, we believe life gets lived between every fill-up. So whether you go down the road on two wheels or four, whether your Wednesday night is spent racing to the grocery store or down a track, and whether you're dropping off the mail, the pizza, the kids, or all of the above, we're here to make sure you're never running on empty. Valero top-tier certified quality fuel keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com. 
Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. This night, the referee is going to be the most important man in the ring other than the fighters. You in here? You in here? Huh? Come on, Roy. You gotta, Johnny. You gotta and do it. You gotta do this. And Roy is doing everything, man. Come on. Norman Stone Don't just called his fighter Roy. Get this motherfucker! This is it, Johnny. Fight him. Go and get him. Go on, fight this guy. Hands up. You think you're going to the body? You come up to the head. Come up come to the head. Fight him. Come on, Johnny. Fight him. He's taking him. your fucking title away from you. The referee sucks. I'll do work for The ref sucks. Fight him. The Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I can't take it anymore. I have had it up to here. Did you hear Norman Stone doing that spiel and being kind? Okay, of course, he cornered him out of Boston MA, the uh, guy that was behind John Ruiz. John Ruiz, a quiet man. That's what they call him, John Ruiz. Of course, one time the WBA title holder lost his belt to Roy Jones. But I got, did I tell you the, John, I tell you the Johnny Ruiz story before? I probably have. Anyway, we're in Las Vegas at the Cox Arena on the UNLV campus. We're there for a David Tua fight. And uh, Johnny Ruiz is in the crowd. Johnny Ruiz is in the crowd. So I'm like two rows away from him, and I start yelling, Johnny Ruiz. And then another guy 
about three or four seats down from me. He starts yelling Johnny Louise. So Johnny Louise, Johnny Ruiz thinks he's being called out. He's really being ridiculed instead. Anyway, the bottom line is we had some fun with him. Of course, he would go on to lose that WBA title, of course, to um to Roy Jones. But the fight that you heard right there, the clip that you heard was the Norman Stone in between rounds going after referee Joe Cortez. Let me tell you like this. Referee Joe Cortez is a very, very good friend of mine. I have a tremendous amount of respect for him, both as a as a referee official, a family man, just a fine all-around individual, no doubt about that. But that night, Joe Cortez was on the blind side of uh, Vander Holyfield throwing punches. And punches. Vander always throws borderline belt punches. He just does it. That's the way, that's part of his strategy. I mean, you know, the idea of uh, Mike Tyson biting him, you know why Mike Tyson bit him, right? Because he butted him two times. He, I mean, he like used his head like a battering ram, and Tyson just freaked out and bit him. Okay? But Holyfield, hmm, we're going to say Ruiz. We all know what happened in that fight. Johnny Ruiz, I think, got a draw. He got a draw the first time, and then they said, well, we'll give him another shot, and then Ruiz got it, and then they did it again. Anyway, the bottom line is, Johnny Ruiz shouldn't be part of heavyweight history. He shouldn't. And Vander Holyfield, you know, not the biggest heavyweight in the world, of course, and at that point in time, I know he's had ups and downs, and and some people have attributed to his use or lack lack of use using um, performance-enhancing drugs, but Holyfield, mm, Tyson, that whole era right then and there, you know, it was a good era, but it was nothing like, nothing like the 80s and nothing like, of course, the 1970s when probably the heavyweight division was was at its all-time best. Speaking of heavyweights, current WBO heavyweight champion, the undefeated Joseph Parker, of course, out of New Zealand. Uh, He's going to take on, mm, he wants to take on Anthony Joshua. He's going to meet Huey Fury. He is a cousin of Tyson Fury. Of course, Tyson Fury, the former heavyweight title holder, the guy that, of course, said, Got a had got a coke problem and started sniffing his was sniffed his way to four hundred pounds. Somebody said to me, "How could he be a coke addict and weigh four hundred pounds?" Listen, I have a I had a relative that was a coke addict and he was like four hundred pounds and he was only five foot two. What I'm trying to tell you is it's easy. Same thing with speed. It's funny is that is that people think that speed freaks are all skinny and and that kind of stuff. Not all the time, man. Drugs are a funny thing. Anyway, back to the subject hand. Joseph Parker, he wants Anthony Joshua after the September 23rd fight. Of course, that's going to be in Manchester, the U.K., against Huey Fury. Uh, Huey Fury is, I think, like the number six guy or something like that. I think he's number six. Somebody somebody else told me he's number one. I'll check his ratings. But all in all, Parker is supposed to win this fight to set up a fight, of course, with Anthony Joshua, the undefeated uh, lad, of course, out of the U.K., 2012 Olympic gold medalist, man, pound for pound. He's a good-looking heavyweight. He talks so eloquently. He's just he's he's a beautiful athlete. If Ali was alive right now, and, and Ali and me were looking at him, he would say he's pretty. Yeah, he he is pretty. He is pretty for a six foot seven guy. And of course, as I said, the entire country of England, the entire United Kingdom, is behind their Olympic gold medals. I mean, ninety thousand people they packed into Wembley Stadium. Ninety thousand people. He can do that on any given night. He can do it back to back, if he wanted to, on consecutive evenings. That's how popular and what kind of draw he is there in the U.K. And, of course, worldwide, his attention is, um, is you know, I mean, he's getting out there. There's no doubt about it. People are talking to Anthony Joshua now as far as the heavyweight division is concerned. Of course, I mentioned the WBA title holder. I mentioned Parker. Of course, I think he's got the IBF and a share of the WBA belt. And then, of course, there is the WBC title holder, the man from Mobile, Alabama. I'm talking about you none other than Mr. <laughs> Deontay Wilder, 2008 Olympic bronze medalist. The bronze bomber, they call him. Of course, he's turned Alabama into the new mecca of boxing. Not. Anyway, he's defending his title on there. He's like 38, no, 35, not. You know, I mean, a whole lot of knockouts. A lot of those guys were bums. I shouldn't say that. Nobody that steps into the ring is a bum. 
I would say that a lot of those guys were less than um, stellar athletes. So just put it to you like that. But at this point in time, he and and Joshua, it, they're, they're, they're headed for some type of showdown. It looks like there's going to be some, some heavyweight heat here. We've got Parker. We've got Joshua. We've got Deontay Wilder. I mean, and, and, and of course, Larry Merchant and I, are high on on the guy that nobody talks about. We're talking about Luis Ortiz. What's he like? Twenty eight no something like that? I mean, he's a monster. That Cuban that throws those short uppercuts inside. If anybody can knock out a tall guy, it's Luis Ortiz. And I mean knock him out looking good. Looking good. If I was Joshua, if I was uh any heavyweight right now in the planet other than Luis Ortiz, I wouldn't want to have any part of Luis Ortiz. That's how good he is. Check him out anything up can go to boxrec.com. Look at his record. But if you look at the fact that none of these other guys want to fight him, in fact, you never even hear his name mentioned. It's like it's like he's a he's a, a social disease or something like that. Like you know, like uh, you know, a flea in a house, a flea, uh, you know, like a flea in, you know what I'm trying to say, a flea in a bed. The bottom line is, we'll see what happens with the heavyweight division right now. But it's looking exciting as we enter, of course, the middle part of 2017, 2018. There's going to be a heavyweight showdown. I mean, these champions have to collide. There's no other way they can go. Parker, Deontay Wilder, Joshua, there's no other direction to go. I mean, they could have a, a fight, each of them, maybe to set up some type of showdown after Parker defeats uh, Pee-wee Fury, as is expected, on September 23rd. Okay, after that fight goes down, I guess them, they can jockey for position and see what's going to happen at that point in time. But Joshua's talking about maybe fighting in December, maybe late December. And I thought that was a little bit funny, and so did Larry Merchant. The fact that late December doesn't mean you can do an outdoor fight in Wembley Stadium with 90,000 people. You can do one inside the arena, and I don't. I, I was inside the arena for a Princeton SEMA med fight about 10 years, 10, 12, 15 years ago, something like that. Anyway, so I don't remember the size of it, but in no way it holds 90,000 people. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, live all across America, this is Ring Talk, live worldwide. Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, of course. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time, and we rock and talk. Boxing, MMA, a little pro wrestling once in a while. Of course, we've got the guilt-free text line. And when I call it the guilt-free text line, and I'll get to it probably in the last segment of this show, this uh, this one-hour show, this one-hour edition of Ring Talk, the boxing edition, I'll get to the text. But there's some text backed up here, and I'm talking about 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. So the UFC, the pink elephant, we'll talk about that in depth in hour number two. Of course, the $4.2 billion property. Uh, sold by the the Zufas, the uh, the Fertitta brothers, Zufa Sports, and Dana White and the government of Dubai for like $4.2 billion. And I think if my math works in this, that's $4,200 million. That's a lot, a lot of money for that product. And especially when you look at the roster and what it's putting out right now. I'm looking at it, and I'm not getting up. You know what I'm talking about. So, Viagra for the UFC in hour number two. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We're going in-depth with Muhammad Ali, of course, Face the Nation, 1978. Ali had just regained the heavyweight championship of the world, of course, from Leon Spinks. And he's letting it known, letting it be known how he feels about everything. Ali, in his own words, after the break here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Arms that belong to lock you inside every day and every night. Girl, and here is the soul of which you've taken control. Can't you see I'm trying to... Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. 
truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Mr. Ali, you have said that uh, you like to lecture better than you like to box. You've become certainly a very well-known world figure. People know about you in every corner of the earth. You say you want to be a sort of a black Henry Kissinger. What is it you want to do after you've stopped fighting? Well, I figure that we only have so many hours a day to uh, do whatever we have to do, so many years to live, and in those years we sleep about eight hours a day we travel we watch television we for man's 50 years old he's lucky to say if he's had 20 years to actually live so i would like to do the best that i can for humanity i'm blessed by god to be recognized as the most famous face on the earth today and i cannot think of nothing no better than helping god's creatures or helping poverty or working for good causes where i can use my name to do so to help this country in other countries where we're having various problems where my influence might help 
Mohammed, what do you think you would have become if you didn't get into boxing? I really don't know. I started boxing at 12 years old. I wasn't, was not that educated in school, and uh, I don't know what I would have done. Probably for factory worker, could have been somewhere dead, wound up in the wrong game, uh, the wrong life. But if I had heard the Islamic teachings, and if I've heard the Muslim teachings, and which I've accepted, I would have probably been a minister doing something else good for mankind, but not in a larger way. Mr. Ali, let me explain. Uh, I'm the law correspondent here at CBS, and they didn't bring me in because there might have been something illegal to ask you about, but uh, because they learned that I've been a Golden Glover's once in the dim past. And I want to ask you a sort of a Walter Mitty-ish question. Is there ever going to be another great white hope, a white heavyweight that's going to come in and whip all of you black heavyweights? Well, it's a great possibility. Uh, you, we can't foresee him now like they come up. Uh, we might have one now who might come out of the next Olympics. One might be in some gymnasium now, and he'll knock out somebody next week. We never know until it happens. Why, is, why are there so few American white fighters? You're going to fight a white man in uh, Germany, but why are so few American white heavyweights? I really don't know. One time we had Jack Dempsey, Gene Tunney, John L. Sullivan, Rocky Marciano, uh, Max Barrett, Tony Galento. We had good fighters. Carmen Basilio, Gene Fullman, and they're just not here now. Well, then let me ask you about this Japanese wrestler. Isn't that denigrating your position as a champion to go over and, and take part in a gimmick like fighting a wrestler? I would say I'm a champion, yes, but people expect these things of me. I have a great imagination. I'm always doing something. I don't think uh, you've ever had a box on this show because the yeah. things that I've done calls for attention. So uh, this is going to be we going into the Oriental world. There's things I want to do for people of the world and I can get through them through sports and where when I'm out of boxing they'll all know me and now we're working on the oriental part of the world for some things we like to do there and we get to meet them through sports plus it's, I have a family I'm looking to take care of my family it's a nice payday and it's interesting many people want to know what would a boxer do with a wrestler and then they'll have a chance to see well now let me ask you about that nice payday it seems to me that in February of 1975 you said all your fights from now on were going to be free that you were going to give all the money to various black charities and to help small businesses and so forth not does the money come to you or is it going to these charities not just black charities we have all type charities all type people so I want to get that straight now uh, yes, the monies that I make after all taxes, I say it. I like to do all I can to help people and work for charity groups. And I l want to say this on the show now. I get millions of phone calls from people thinking I'm the first national bank. We don't give away no monies. I have lawyers, I have attorneys who check the organizations, the movements, and we don't have no individuals in business uh, uh, that have propositions. It's only for groups of people who need, and this is what I want to do. Was it lawyers and attorneys who went to that Jewish old people's home in New no. York where there was just about no. 50 people, or was it Muhammad Ali himself? No, this was me. This was me. And uh, But uh, things such as this, I almost don't have to get permission to help because we know this is right. There's no greed involved on no part of no individuals. Muhammad, what would you say to your son if he came to you and expressed a desire to box? Well, I would. I think I'm going to control him or help my wife to control him and that's to educate him first and get his mind together 
and I wouldn't encourage him to box. I'll let him do it as a game, as a sport for health, but not as a livelihood because it's too dangerous. But teach him foreign language and, and get him. See, we all were born for a purpose. Every trees, the moon, rain, snow, everything God created has a purpose. A man has a purpose. And the wise man is he who finds his life purpose. And we want to help him find his purpose in life, which I'm sure is not boxing. Are you worried about the burden he'll have to bear being the son of Muhammad Ali? I mean, you're a tough act to follow. Well, if I, if my act is not a good act, and if I'm not doing nothing right for people and if my image is bad, it'll be bad. But if I can do the things that I would like to do for God and the service of mankind, then I'm sure he'll be honored to be known as my son, and he would like to follow my footsteps, and people will admire him for that. But if my image is bad, then it's bad for him. Can I go back to this question of money we were talking about before? Uh, by a rough estimate, you've made almost $25 million in purses since you came back to fight. Now, we've had the, the, the spectacle of some former champs who end up in the gutter. What are you doing to, uh, to avoid that? Are you going to avoid that? Yes, sir. I'm pray the almighty God Allah do. <clears throat> I think the best thing that I can do or anybody can do is to save the money. And What's your money in, champ? Government tax-free bonds is the best thing I think a man can put his money in. Investments are bad. There are no real good investments. All of them are gambles. And we pay the government all its taxes before I get mine. And But this is why we fight so regular, because I think two halves is better than just one. So we plan to save as much as we can. And well, you're a conservative, there. aren't you, champ? Government tax-free bonds. You're a pretty conservative uh, man with your money. Well, I have a lot of conservative fellows advising me. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you about something you said just a moment ago in reply to a question by Pete. You said, advising you, son, you would say boxing was too dangerous. Has it been dangerous for you? Have you been hurt? Have you been injured? Have you been oh, yes. damaged in any My way? My jaw's been broken, and uh, one nerve is just coming back from under here where uh, I couldn't feel for about a year or two. And right now, my eardrum is busted. I got my busted eardrum in Manila with Joe Frazier, training for Frazier. And I just had it rebusted the same one again. And it'll heal itself in about two weeks. But this is about all. I've had a few sore ribs. I ask because there's been some belief in some quarters that boxing was a dying sport in the United States. I noticed it dropped out of a lot of schools and a lot of colleges. I'm told that now it's coming back in some colleges. What do you think of boxing as a sport for amateurs? I think boxing is dangerous. Uh, any man being hit in the head, the brain's a delicate thing. I think it, sh it should be well protected. If a fellow's not qualified, he shouldn't be allowed to fight. But football is proven to have more deaths. Baseball, ice hockey, horse racing is a uh, car racing is much more dangerous. But I would uh, advise nobody to box if they get hit too much and it's too dangerous. Mohammed, since this is a political year, do you have a favorite among the presidential candidates? And more interestingly, has anyone asked you for support? No, no, they haven't. Uh, uh, made a statement the other day about I'm not voting for no one. I don't know enough about politics to nod what I want people watching this show to be influenced by my uh, feelings because I don't know enough about it. But the only administration that's that I really have liked is Ford's administration. For some fact, immediately after beating George Foreman, I was invited to the White House and met him and his daughter. King Hossein was just in the country, and he thought enough of me, knowing that he was a Muslim. Uh, he, uh, uh, my religion, he thought enough of me to invite me to entertain him and to meet him at the White House. So I've been to the White House twice. So if I had to do any voting, 
which I don't know enough about politics, but uh, I like President Ford and his administration. Can I go back to the money just for well, a minute? Just, just a moment on, on this yeah. question of endorsing somebody. You have also said that you would vote for Jimmy Carter, have I, you? I, I mentioned no names. Seems to me you were on the record I in a said, newspaper article as saying no, you would vote for Jimmy Carter. I remember I said no name. I said there's a certain fellow, I just like his smile. Well, were you but, put off by the ethnic purity remark that he made? No, I don't I don't know nothing about that. I don't I don't condemn people for making remarks or making statements. I'm sure we all make statements off camera that would get us all in trouble. But uh because somebody made a mistake, I'm one who's been criticized for things I've said, so I'm the last one to condemn any man for something he said because I'm a victim of the same circumstances. Well, you leave us kind of hung up. You like Jimmy, you like a man with a certain smile, and you I, like I, President I, Ford. I didn't say no name. <laughs> I like your smile. You like a man with a certain smile for yeah. president, and you like President Ford. Are you going to vote for both of them? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say I like him for president. I oh. just said I like the image of a certain man. I like the way he smiles. I see all the politicians smiling. What make you think I mean Carter? I pursue this for one particular reason. There's been a big problem lately in, in a diminished vote from the black segment of the American population. The blacks have not been voting in anywhere like their past strength. And so I wonder whether you as one of the recognized figures of the black community might give a, a push to black voting or whether you think of this is important. I think it's important if the man we vote for does the right job and means right for all people. I don't know too much about politics, so this is why uh, Carter, Ford, or whoever, I cannot openly make a statement who I'm supporting or who I'll vote for because I don't know. But the administration that I like and the one, I've, I've been under a few presidents since I've been popular, but I've never been honored like I have by President Ford. Well, you are. I know that you have more, more an interest in religion, and you've said that's one of the things you want to devote a lot of time to later. But now, uh, Mr. Ali, what about this image also as a womanizer that you also have? Is that going to... Uh, is that you? You're looking at me a little incredulously here. I don't know why, but I'm trying how, to figure out what you mean by woman. Well, uh, uh, you have a reputation as you're separated from your wife, and you uh, you have a reputation as a man who has a sharp eye for the ladies. Now, how is that going to be consistent with your role as a religious leader in the years ahead? Well, as far as my personal beliefs are concerned, uh, I don't talk about them in public. As far as my personal problems are with family. These are things I don't discuss in public, especially on high-class shows like I was told yours would be, so I don't even expect to talk about that here. Part two, Muhammad Ali, Face Nation, after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. 
Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800-692-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Then why you got to be one of all people? Who's color to keep saying Cassius Clay? My name is Muhammad Ali, and you will announce it right there in the center of that ring after the fight if you don't do it now. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The way you shake your hips, You have said from time to time that a wise man can play the fool, but a fool can't act like a wise man. And then you've said, I've always got to talk. People expect it of me. Is that a role that you play? Are you trying to be an actor? What I I was talking about, I used to watch a wrestler named Gorgeous George, and he would always talk about how he's going to annihilate the bomb, and he he would... do this and do that and people came to see him get beat and this is where i got an idea so the talking and the gimmicks and the predicting uh, which i don't do nowadays like i used to was only to promote the fights which has now uh elevated me over all athletes in the history of the world as far as uh drawing power and world attractions concerned so this is just a purpose of publicity all the talking that's why i did that i don't have to do it 
You kind of, kind of, kind of disappoint me. I have to admit. I sort of thought this, this, this poetry, this float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, was the real Ali, not some kind of a commercial gimmick. No, that's all. It wasn't a commercial gimmick, but it was promotion, and it, it was the real Ali. I do float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, but the little poems and the gimmicks were just uh, to promote the fights. To, to newspapers gave them something to write about. If I can go back just for a minute, and this is obviously meant in, in a spirit of friend, friendliness. Uh, the question of the, Muhammad, uh, the Islamic religion and your future in that, do you, uh, the impression one gets is perhaps uh, it is loosening up a bit after the death of Elijah Muhammad. Uh, do you think it's changing now and that your role in it can change? In view well, of what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught was good for the time during the 30s when black people had been castrated, lynched, deprived of freedom, justice, equalities, raped. He had to teach that the white man is a devil. Uh, his actions towards us is that of a devil. Now that we're no longer being lynched, raped, castrated, we're given equal justice. We can go anywhere to live, even the north, face the south, to have, so we can have certain rights. People are not acting this way today. So Amber Wallace D. Muhammad is on time. He's teaching us it's not the color of the physical body that makes a man a devil. God don't look at our colors. Minds, hearts have no color. God look at our minds and our actions and our deeds. So we have white Muslims, brown Muslims, red Muslims, yellow Muslims, all colors. So it's the color. So the big thing in the change now, we have white people who have accepted our faith, and we now recognize all men as brothers, and we look at them according to their works. Some blacks can do evil and white. So it's not the color. Now we look at the actions. Now, how about the money, though? There have been reports that the Muslims, to a large extent, controlled. Uh, and received a lot of your money. Is how much? Of, what truth is there to that? There's no truth whatsoever. Uh, I wish I could give more to my cause than I do. Uh, who receives most of my money is the American government. I have made about thirty-one million dollars up until this time, and the government has taken about twenty-eight million. So I don't have no money to give to my religion like I want to. The government has taken it. I'll make one million five hundred thousand for the fight I just had. Uh, I'll be doing good to go home with three hundred and fifty thousand out of one million five hundred thousand because of all the taxes and state and federal and the government. So the government will take the monies, not my religion. Mohammed, uh, in your book, The Greatest, there seems to be a great deal of revisionist history. You tell us that you weren't brought up in middle class comfort but semi poverty. You tell us you're not a direct descendant of Henry Clay, and you tell us it wasn't a white Louisville cop named Joe Martin who started you unboxing, but a black instructor in Louisville. And this f flies in the face of all the research we've done over the past 15 years. How did we miss it? I mean, Well, Joe Martin was the man who I first started boxing with. Joe Martin uh, is a white patrolman in Louisville, Kentucky, who held boxing at Columbia Gym. And he had a show called Tomorrow's Champions. Well, during that time, well, the blacks were a little held back. So Fred Stoner was the best trainer. Fred, I would train with Joe Martin at 8, 8 o'clock and go to 10 o'clock and train with Joe Martin. That's why I learned, I mean, Fred Stoner. That's why I learned my science, my boxing ability, my dancing ability, all my skills. But I had to go back to Joe Martin in order to stay with him to get on the television, which he had the connections and the complexions to get the protections. 
so I stayed with him. But the man who actually trained me to taught me my skills was uh, Fred Stoner. But the man who uh, took me around the country, got me the publicity, and moved, put me in the right places was Joe Martin. So this is how I had to make it in that southern city. But what about you say you grew up in semi-poverty? And your father was a fairly successful When I say semi-poverty, I mean many days we didn't have food, and many days we had to put... Uh, cardboard in our shoes and many days the car wouldn't start because it's always 15 years too old and many days the toilet wouldn't flush because the plumbing was broke or many days we had to put a pan uh, under the roof because the water had leaked in the kitchen we couldn't afford to fix it or uh, the cellar would fill up during rain and we had to take a bucket and put the water out my mother and father did all they could and with the monies they made they raised me good and to, this is why I'm as great as I am now because of my mother and father and the help of God. So, and the way I never had to work, and they did all they could to feed me. So, this is why I'm where I'm at. But semi-poverty compared to what I know and you know, we may go out tomorrow and spend $150 for dinner if we take three people. The average family in America today feeds a family of two weeks on $150. Well, uh, would you were you ever asked during that period of time to throw a fight? No, sir. I see this stuff in movies, but... Well, I wanted I, to ask you about that. Is that just in the movies, or is there a lot of that in, in all boxing? All I know is from the movies. I've never had nobody say, throw a fight. I have never knew nobody who did. And I probably in the past, these things have happened, but I know nothing about it. You also report in, in the book that uh, you threw your Olympic gold medal into the river after a couple of racist incidents. Do you regret that now? Do you wish you had the medal yes, back sir. now that the country has changed? I wish I had my medal. I might try to go back and find that medal. Uh, something happened to me one day, and I just got mad and threw the medal away. Can I ask you one question about your, the Supreme Court decision? There was a report around the Supreme Court that the justices had first voted to uphold your conviction, and then later that they switched and it was unanimously to overturn it. Did you and your lawyers ever hear that rumor? No, sir. I've never heard that before. Do you think that the system of justice dealt fairly with you? Yes, sir. I know they have. Uh, I'll say this. We have a lot of moral problems in America, but America's the greatest country in the world. I've been throughout the world. The best schooling system, the best uh, educational system, the medical system, the highways, the cars, the airplanes, the television shows, and this is why, but morally, uh, we need to be uplifted. And the greatest moral teacher that we have in America is the Honorable Wallace D. Muhammad. And we are now looking to tell the people more about him. Muhammad, let me bring a couple of questions out of left field. We talked about this once. Do you believe in life on other planets? And two, do you believe in reincarnation? And if you do, who would you come back as? Yes, I believe in life. I believe there is. I'm not really sure. I don't think none of us can prove it, but I've heard the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teach that there's life on Mars. I believe, uh, if I believe in reincarnation, um, I don't know if it's just a quick question, but I would like to come back as um, Wallace Muhammad, our great Muslim leader in America. To us, he's everything because he's teaching us all about ourselves, about God, how to treat people, how to eat everything, my whole life, everything that I do, everything that I represent, all I think about when I'm fighting is I'm a Wallace D. Muhammad and his program. He's the only man that I really admire and I would like to come back as him. Let me ask you one question, which I don't know whether it's out of left field or right field about Muslims in America. One of the things that uh, people think about is the conflict in the Arabic world between Muslims and Jews. 
Uh, some people who are Jewish in this country get worried about black Muslims, and yet you show very little in the way of signs of anti-Semitism. It doesn't no. seem to be any, any parallel there. No, well, I would like to, for you to look at me as a true one, as far as true belief is concerned. Uh, we don't have black Muslims here. That's a press word. We have white brothers. We have brown, red, and yellow. All colors can be Muslims. And as far as the conflict is concerned in those countries, I don't know too much about it. And I'm looking for peace one day with all people. Now, Mr. Ali, uh, you're obviously a very bright man, and yet we're told that at one time that you flunked the draft exam because of the mental test. Did you throw that? Did, did you throw it? Was that one fight you, you threw? Or was it fixed? The reason I'm laughing is because it was true. I did fail it. I, today, I'm not a good reader. I, I don't spell good at all. If you gave me a test today, I might fail it because we don't have, we have two minutes to do the test. I, have, I told them after, the pre, after that, they said, Muhammad, you failed the test. I said, I told you I was the greatest, not the smartest. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad, they're going to go into filming on a movie based on your life, and you're supposed to be playing yourself. If you weren't the star, who would you like to play Muhammad Ali? I really don't know. I would have to take some time to think about it, but it's real difficult because I've never, I, I can act. They say I'm a good actor, but nobody's never written lines to me and told me what to say and then look serious. So they've invested so much Columbia Pictures in this and they really have a lot of faith and I'm thankful for that, but they don't know if I can act or not yet. Okay, thank you very much, Muhammad Ali, for being with us today on Face the Nation. Bob Schieffer and Muhammad Ali, what can I say? He was Ali at his finest. He was eloquent. He was sharp. He was articulate. He talked about a variety of subjects. I mean, that was the greatest, no doubt about that. You know, and I'm looking back at his boxing career, of course, began in 1961. Of course, the uh, the decision, the win, the four-round win over Tony Hunsucker was on this show. Like, could it have been like 25 years ago that Tony Hunsucker, he was like, he was a Louisville, Kentucky fireman, I believe. And, of course, he was Muhammad Ali's first opponent. And he talked about Ali, of course, was Ben Cassius Clay, born Cassius Clay. Didn't change his name until the Islamic conversion to Muslim, to being a Muslim in 1964 and 1965. But, you know, I mean, throughout his career, no fighter ever captured the, the, uh, the, the, the entire world at one time. I mean, Muhammad Ali can make the world stand still. I don't know too, too many athletes that have come since then or after him or before him. Maybe Joe Lewis. I mean, Think about that. How many athletes have actually been able to make the entire world stand as one, to stop and take note? And I'm telling you, he was that one guy. When I traveled with him in China, throughout uh, Asia, everywhere we went, I mean, we went into, picture this. We pull into a village. We've got our own private train. We pull into a village between Guangzhou, uh, yeah, Guangzhou and Hong Kong. We pull into this village, and there's nothing there. There's no TV antennas. There's no electricity. There's nothing, okay? And the train stops, and these people run up to the train, and they've got no teeth. They don't know who they're looking for or anything. All they know is that a train stopped in their little village here, okay? There's a little remote village out in the jungle. Guess what? Ali gets off the train. These people who have never had a television, who have never, ever seen a newspaper, they knew who Muhammad Ali was. What, I, does that say it all? Does that say it all? The greatest? Does that say it all? People that that, 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 that are basically cavemen. That's, they were Chinese cavemen. I mean, that would be a good way to put it. They were like, wash, I mean, it was crazy. They were washing their clothes in the little creek, and it was like, whoa, this is like, like, <clears throat> like the United States, like 1870 or something. Like, I'm going, whoa. But yet, they knew who <clears throat> Muhammad Ali was. And of course, throughout our tour of Asia and Macau, uh, Macau especially, 
We were in the, one time we had a, a clear van, you know, with clear windows on the side. And that wasn't the greatest thing to move around town in because once the word got out that we were there, that Ali was there, I mean, we had news crews following us and T kids following us and we were all over the place. So we had to go back to the, the Mark van because the Mark van, of course, lets us travel around town a little bit more incognito. But the great Muhammad Ali, of course, passed away now. It's been a year, tough year. But then again, you know, I talked about it before on the show and how much he was suffering the past four or five years of his life that I know of. I mean, suffering greatly. Larry Holmes told me of one of his last uh, public perform public appearances before he had passed away that Ali couldn't even lift his head. He just had a pair of sunglasses on and was like looking down, down, down. He couldn't even lift his head. So, you know, and remember his son, Magnum? Remember I wrote that quote from Jet Magazine to him? That Magnum, his son, said, you know, I sort of wish it, that God would take him. I mean, that's because he was in so much pain and suffering so much. But what can I say? In the end, nobody, nobody greater than the great Muhammad Ali. That's why he was the great. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. One hour to go. Hour and five minutes to be exact. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. The text line, and I'll get to the text after the break, is 415 415- 275-1613. That's the text line here at Ring Talk. 415-275-1613. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide from Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco, California. Well, I might uh, go down in history as being the uh, highest publicized fight in the history of the fight game. Uh, the most talked about. Uh, the most, I would say, probably controversial. The most loved. The most hated. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 
$1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You want to take a chance on that? My man Dante coming here from uh, Houston, Texas. KGAL, 15, 60 a.m. asks, hmm, well, he thinks that Ernie Shavers will knock out any heavyweight day. Of course, Ernie Shavers, 74 and 14, 68 KOs, probably the hardest hitter in the heavyweight, in the, in the history of the heavyweight boxing, no doubt about that. Could he, if he hit these guys today, yeah, he'd knock them out. But could he reach them? He was awfully slow, the acorn. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. I want to say hello to Pittsburgh, PA, the Steel City, baby, WWCS 540 AM. This is Pedro Fernandez of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Upcoming in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, we're switching gears to an extent, still sticking with combat sports. We're looking at the USC, USC 213, the results, the fact that maybe you shouldn't be buying the USC events anymore. I mean, are they really worth 75, 80 bucks a month at high definition? Think about that. We'll talk about that on the other side of the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide from Fisher's Wharf in San Francisco. Radio News with Chris Barnes. President Trump wraps up his visit to the G20 summit in Germany with a flurry of meetings with other world leaders, including with British Prime Minister Theresa May, after which the president refers to a major trade deal he says the two were discussing. We're working on a trade deal, which will be a very, very big deal, very powerful deal, great for both countries. The president also meeting yesterday with Japan's Prime Minister and the president of China. Meanwhile, Russia's president, who he met with the day before, is now talking about his meeting with Trump. 
Trump. Here's Mark Mayfield. Putin said he thought Trump was satisfied with his assurances that Russia didn't meddle in the U.S. presidential election. Putin said Trump asked a lot of questions on the subject, and he felt the president agreed with his answers. Putin said he believed a personal relationship was established between the two leaders in their two-hour meeting. Again, that's Mark Mayfield, and this is USA Radio News. Who doesn't want thicker, stronger, and healthier-looking hair? Hair you can flip with pride. Hair that makes you feel confident and beautiful. You need the one proven and 100% guaranteed solution, Ovation Self-Therapy Hair and Scalp Treatment. With its breakthrough formula of vital complex proteins and key nutrients, Ovation Self-Therapy is clinically proven to deliver results. Self-Therapy delivers longer hair, too. It's proven to repair over 75% of split ends and reduce breakage after after just one use. And to celebrate July 4th, try all the Ovation Therapy products at 20% off. Volumizing products, moisturizing products, color protection products, everything 20% off. Stock up and get extra bottles for family and friends. Get thicker, stronger, longer, and healthier looking hair now at OvationHair.com. New customers, select USA Radio News at checkout. That's OvationHair.com. Ovation really works, guaranteed. Hurry, this offer ends soon. The Iraqi military saying victory over ISIS fighters who've been controlling the last strips of Mosul is imminent. A spokesman for the Iraqi Joint Military Command announcing on Saturday that, quote, victory is near and a declaration of victory is expected soon from the Iraqi prime minister. Soldiers are already celebrating on the streets of Mosul in anticipation of that announcement. A couple of major wildfires in the state of California. Here's Lisa Carter with details on one of them. Hundreds are being told to evacuate from a recreation area near Santa Barbara. The Alamo fire has grown to 19,000 acres and is only 10% contained. And another nearby fire that erupted yesterday afternoon is now forcing evacuations near the Los Padres National Forest. The Whittier Fire, as it's been named, has quickly grown to over 3,000 acres and has forced closure of Highway 134. You're listening to USA Radio News. Attention all men. Did you know that bladder control problems are very common? If you or a loved one is suffering from male incontinence, please listen to this important message from Men's Liberty. Because bladder control problems do not need to keep you from living an active life any longer. Using Men's Liberty, we can go places and I don't feel a sense of anxiety. Best of all, costs can be covered by Medicare or private insurance. Call 888-827-7549 to receive a free week supply with your order. That's 888-827-7549. Call 888-827-7549. A U.S.-Russian brokered ceasefires in effect in southwest Syria now as Secretary of State Rex Tillerson calls it a de-escalation agreement in that war-torn country. Word of the breakthrough coming after President Trump met with Russian President Putin for more than two hours on Friday, the two hammering out the deal with help from Jordan. It's hoped it will lead to a political solution in Syria. Police say nearly two dozen counter-protesters at a KKK rally in Virginia were arrested after an altercation with police yesterday. NBC affiliate WRIV reports officers used tear gas on counter-protesters who became aggressive as Klan members were being escorted away. The KKK was protesting plans to remove a statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee. That's Chuck Carroll reporting. A Florida man's recovering from an alligator bite after he was diving for golf balls in a lake in Charlotte County. Scott Lahodick is a scuba diver. He was working at the Rotonda Golf and Country Club on Friday when he was bitten by a gator that lives in the lake. 
The diver was able to get himself out of the lake and into the clubhouse where his co-workers immediately called 911. The club warns people to stay out of the lake, but Lahodik was just doing his job. He only got bitten on his left arm, and he's expected to recover. The gator was trapped and is going to be euthanized. Remember, if you like what we do on the radio, you can check us out online anytime at usaradio.com. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking through the world of mixed martial arts. This hour, of course, Ring Talk comes to you live each and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern time right here on the Ring Talk Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez, and they know me as the undisputed heavyweight. That's right. Often imitated but never duplicated. The undisputed heavyweight champion on the radio words. Bar none, no doubt about that. You want to talk MMA? I'll give you the pro the uh, platform. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. That's one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. The text line four one five two seven five one six one three. That's right. You can text me. No guilt. Don't have to come on the air. You want to air your beef? Got a comment? Don't like me? I'll deal with it. Four one five two seven five one six one three. So Amanda Nunes. Having some issues as far as our health was concerned. He was not able to fight Valentina Shevchenko as far as USC's 213 main event went down. So the main event was shifted to Robert Whitaker, of course, and Yoel Romero battling for the interim middleweight title, 185 pounds, currently held by Michael Bisping. Of course, Michael Bisping was supposed to take on Georges St. Pierre in the comeback fight, but Georges St. Pierre said he wasn't ready. So we don't know what's happening with that. Of course, Dana White sort of. I don't want to say he's become an ostrich of sorts, like stuck his head in the ground, but he's just not as high profile as he used to be. Not with the new takeover. Of course, $4.2 billion, this new company coming in and buying the UFC. In case you want to figure that one out, it's like $4,200 million. That's a lot of money. The UFC, the UFC is worth more than the Dallas Cowboys or the New York Yankees. I think not. But you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Me, and I'm so proud. You want me to be your lady. 
Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. with Pedro Fernandez. I would never let a woman kick my ass. If she tried anything, I'd be like, hey, you get your bitch ass back in the kitchen and make me some pie. Ronda Rousey, both sides of the coin, baby. Taking out Sarah Kaufman in the blink of an eye, of course, getting lit up like a White House Christmas tree. 
by Amanda Nunes. Speaking of Amanda Nunes, she pulled out of the UFC 213 fight after weighing in. She's trying to say that um, bottom line is she probably cut a little bit too much weight. You know, I mean, she sort of looked a little heavy in between. I don't mean heavy like that heavy, but when you look at fighters, you know that they're sort of enjoying life to an extent. And why not? She deserved to enjoy it. But I think that sort of like Roberto Duran, she might have pushed the envelope just a little bit too far in her weight cut here because according to um, medical reports, she has chronic sinusitis. That's what it's called, sinusitis, S-I-N-U-S-I-T-I-S. She's taking antibiotics. She says that, you know, it wasn't from her weight. We'll put it this way. I have chronic, uh, I have fought with this before, but this time it didn't work out. During the weight cut, I was unable to breathe, and I felt off balance from the pressure of my sinuses. Okay, so she's got a, she's got a sinus infection. Basically, that's what it boils down to. And when you have a bad sinus infection, she's right. Your breathing, your balance, all that kind of stuff is off. In fact, Forget sinus infections. I remember when when Barry McGuigan, the Irish champion, now a promoter, of course, out of the U.K., but when he fought Stevie Cruz, he defended his world championship against Stevie Cruz in Las Vegas, his manager called me that morning and said, Pedro, that Barry had a broken eardrum. And I I wouldn't put a guy near a ring anywhere near a broken eardrum, but they put him in a fight. They went 15 rounds, and Barry got lit up like a White House Christmas tree. It was never the same afterwards. So sinus infections, I can... I couldn't fight with a serious sinus infection, so I could see why she was had to pull out of it. Now, I will say this, okay? Um, had she taken better? Listen, this weight cut stuff, although it's a science, it's still a human body. And it's not like a car where you take a car apart, you know, and you, you take the spark plugs out, and then you replace them. I mean, you just you clean them up, replace them. You can't do that with a body. You can't do that with a human being. You, there are not interchangeable parts. So this young lady, cutting weight, has some issues cutting weight, and, of course, you know, some of these UFC fighters now are cutting 25, 30, sometimes 40 pounds. Conor McGregor, you know he was walking around at better than 185, 190 and coming down to 145. I mean, that, yeah, that sounds a little crazy. About 185, coming down to 145 to fight that featherweight thing, dropping 40 pounds. They do it in all kinds of weird ways. I mean, I don't even want to talk about it. I remember back in the day, boxing-wise, James Tony took a series of, 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 of vacuum-like enemas. That's the best way. I, that's the best description I can give you of that one. And of course, all to make weight. Are you serious? Yeah, that's how. That's, hey, I told you about guys getting carried in and out of saunas. You've seen the YouTube video of Christine Cyborg Santos, possibly the most dangerous fighter in all of mixed martial arts. Of course, she's a female, but she fights like a man. Um, I mean, you, you've seen the, the films of her trying to make weight. Oh, crying and this and that. I saw Jorge Maramero Pires carried out of a sauna in uh, Las Vegas at the Hilton, or was it Reno? Las Vegas, I believe. One, one of the Hiltons, it was Vegas. And um, and he was in a rubber suit, and he was telling me, no mas box, tell me no mas. I mean, he was dead. I mean, making this weight is not a joke. It's just not a joke. And somehow, somehow people think, well, you know, cut 10 pounds, lose 10 pounds. Yeah, right. Have the average guy lose 10 pounds. It's all water to begin with. After that point, guess what? It's muscle. And you can't take off too much muscle still and be on top of the world. Now, Robert Witter, of course, in the main event, defeated Yoel Romero, a guy that I thought was going to win this fight, but more power to Whitaker. The decision was unanimous across the board, 48-47, meaning three rounds to two. Um, the co-main event, Alistair Overeem, of course, the former Strike Force champion, and taking on for a beast for doom. Of course, these guys have fought before. It was a majority decision win for Alistair Overeem. Overroyd, call him what you want. He's an articulate young man. He really is, of course, for doom. Not inarticulate by any means, but over him, man. I was just blown away by this this guy. Wow, from from I guess what was he from the Netherlands or training out of the Netherlands, but just 
the the oratory he puts forth, man, he's really, really an intelligent guy. There's just no doubt about it. Curtis Blades won that heavyweight fight over Daniel Olomek. For that, that went to decision two. And get this, Anthony Pettis beat Jim Miller. That was also in decision. So all four of the lead, four of the five leading fights here on USC two thirteen went to the decision. Went to the scorecards. Not a good night. Not a good night. Not for UFC fans. I mean, UFC fans want to see boom. It's over. I mean, that's what they want to see. They want to see punctuation mark endings. In other words, no doubt about it. When the guy gets drilled, you get up, you go to the bathroom, go get a soda, a beer, and get some chips, this and that. You know, you don't have to say, well, let's just wonder what, just wonder what those judges are going to say. And, of course, every time the judges um, put forth a decision, before they even air it, you're saying to yourself, who am I going to believe, myself or possibly some lying judges. I don't know what to do. You're all apprehensive in this thing. And being a certified judge, as far as boxing is concerned, with the Association of Boxing Commissions, I can understand, you know, the fact that people just want to see blood and gore because you have to sit there for three to five minutes and concentrate. And that's what's sort of funny about fight fans is that, you know, they'll watch some high, they'll watch a three-minute uh, uh, three round, but they won't see a whole lot because they're not really, they don't know really what they're looking for. And they just see the actual clean punches being landed. And of course, that's what scores the most clean punches landing, as it does in the world of mixed martial arts. Speaking of boxing, I keep telling you this, boxing's taken over uh, mixed martial arts to an extent, of course, the UFC, because everybody now that's a champion has some boxing 101. They just do. They've got some boxing one. Think about that. Chris Weidman, of course, he's going to be in this big fight car coming to us from upstate New York. I'll get to that in a little bit. Of course, that's probably the only UFC event that's really got me intrigued. Of course, Weidman, can he come back after that embarrassing loss the last time out, be it controversial or not? But I'm telling you, Chris Weidman just didn't look like the natural to me anymore. He really didn't. I mean, come gee, I mean, what was he? He was in the ring screaming and bellowing and, and, and acting a fool, and they gave him the mic. And this was a guy that at one point in time was so articulate and so smooth. I mean, man, I mean, he college educated, nice, nice kid, no doubt about it. Married, no doubt, you know, great family, all that kind of good stuff. But three losses in a row, and of course, he's got this fight coming up with Kelvin Gaston. But the Gagar Masasi fight, TKO by knees, of course, that was in the second round. Man, that was that was a brutal, 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 brutal ending. And then, of course, the flying knee and punches by Yoel Romero, that was brutal, brutal, brutal as well. Of course, those took both took places in New York State, one in Buffalo and one in New York City. So, yikes. And he's going to come back, of course, and fight Kelvin Gastelum. Oh, before that, he was knocked out by, by Luke Rocco. That's how he lost the middleweight championship, okay? Got knocked out by Rocco. Of course, we're talking about the guy, Chris Wyman, who took out possibly the greatest mixed martial arts fighter of all time. I'm talking about, of course, I don't believe this, not my opinion, but Anderson the Spider Silva. Remember? Remember? Anderson the Spider Silva. I mean, most dominant fighter, no doubt about that. He was a middleweight champion of, of the UFC, thought to be untouchable. Then Weidman like, knocked him out, boxing 101 this first time. Again, boxing 101 coming into the foreplay of mixed martial arts in the UFC, of course, and then broke his leg in the second fight. Finished Silva. This is, I thought Silva was finished before because, let's be honest, Silva went into the fourth round against Chael Sonnen in Oakland, California, I think circa 2008, 2009, and he was behind. Four rounds of zip. He came up with a submission move in round number five to secure his belt and secure his title. But outside of that, he was getting beat all night. Shame on Chael Sonnen for even getting in a position where he would lose in the fifth round after leading four rounds to nothing. Sorry, baby, but if I was up four rounds of zip, I would start jogging around the octagon. There's no way I'm going to engage anybody that's going to get my... I'm just, it's just not a smart thing to do. It's not a smart thing to do. I mean, let's be honest. To win is to win. I don't care how you get there. If you only get there cheating, I'm not into cheating, but that's not cheating. If you're heading around four rounds of zip, 
guess what? I think you can take that fifth round off. So Chris Weidman, what is he going to do? I mean, you know, Gaslam's a good fighter. I think Gaslam was flagged for marijuana a couple of months ago. Maybe he got out of that, but he was originally flagged for marijuana. He was going to fight in Brazil, I believe, and they flagged him for marijuana, which is legal in how many states now? Like, I don't know, in the medical marijuana thing, that's like almost all over the place, right? So what's going on with that? That's a little crazy, isn't it, that they're testing athletes for marijuana, which is a non-performance-enhancing drug by any means, of course, and it just happens to be the drug that stays in your system longer than anything else. So you can do cocaine, you can do crack, you can do methamphetamine, you can do any other drug outside of marijuana, and guess what? It's usually outside of your system between uh, three and four days, 72 hours for the most part. Hey, do marijuana, it's in your system sometimes for six weeks. So Kelvin Gaslam, Chris Weidman, the main event, July 22nd, of course, USC Fight Night, Uniondale, New York City on Fox Sports 1. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Ring Talk Force Network, open phone lines around the world, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. MMA text after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk. I'm going to put my chin down, walk towards him, and put him on his ass. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. 
Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. I think that the Affordable Care Act, you know, as long as it wasn't a name, uh, the Obamacare, it would pass. They made the test already. But the fact of the matter is, at the essence of it all, is people need health care. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Sometimes I think I'm in a time tunnel. You are tuned to the Ring Talk Live Worldwide Network. Of course, each and every Sunday, we are here at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. For two hours, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. But then again, Saturday, we're here for an hour. 11 a.m. Pacific Time until, uh, for an hour, of course, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Ring Talk Radio Network. So Amanda Nunez out of USC 213, sinus infection. Bottom line is she probably has some issues in the weight cut, of course. Cutting weight, man. This is a... I talked about it before. It's a science, but if you don't do it right, man, 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 it can get nasty. No doubt about that. So I'll go to some of the other results. Let's take it back. I promise you I would go to the um, the text line here. So Adam coming to us from Pittsburgh says, what do you think about the current Bantamweight division in the world of mixed martial arts? And I'm not just talking about USC overall, the Bantamweight division. Of course, the Bantamweight division is a 135-pound division. Of course, Renan Braille, I thought he was going to, like be the champion for a long time. The guy was like thirty three and zero. Remember, and then he lost to the the kid from uh, from from Cody Garbrandt's gym up there, of course, in in, uh, in in Sacramento, California. But Cody Garbrandt is the champion right now. The USC is eleven zero with nine KOs and two decisions. He can punch, man. He can really, really punch. Yee, I mean, eerily punch. Of course, also the uh, the Bellator MMA champion. He began his reign, of course, in two thousand sixteen, June of two thousand sixteen. Eduardo Dantes, he can fight a bit. He's 20 and 4, four subs, uh, four KOs, six submissions. I mean, he's had one title offense. Good looking fighter, no doubt about that. Now, the real series of fighting, they've got their own champion. His name is, oh man, I knew they're going to do this to me this morning. Beck Bulat Magomedov. Hey, that's pretty good. He's 18 and 1. He's got a great record. Eight KOs, of course, and three subs. And, of course, the one championship, and I like the one championship because it comes to us from Asia. And, of course, man, you can't say enough about some of those guys that can fight out there in Asia. Why aren't they here in the United States? They can't make the money they can in Asia fighting here in the United States. That's pretty sad. I mean, ask Ben Askren. He's a, a world-rated, uh, no doubt about it, welterweight. I mean, he's unbeaten. I mean, he's not the prettiest fighter in the world as far as his style is concerned, but he continues to win, and he's probably be favored over every other uh, welterweight in the world, if not, yeah, I mean, if not this even, I mean, he's probably the best. Well, I, I think he is. I mean, based on the fact that he's got those skills and he's able to make you fight his fight, he makes you dirty, call it dirty wrestling. 
sort of like dirty boxing, but it's dirty wrestling. And he just does his thing, and he, he imposes his will on opponents, and he continues to do so. I mean, the last guy didn't last too long. Nobody seems to be able to go the distance with him. So what am I trying to tell you? Ben Askren might be the real deal at 170. Tyrone Woodley, no disrespect, sir, but I'm telling you, Ben Askren might be the real deal at 170 pounds. So, currently we're talking, of course, 135, back to the Bantamweight division, Gary Brunson, the champion of the UFC. And the female side, it was Amanda Nunes, of course, who couldn't fight last night, 14-4, 10 KOs, three submissions, another person that relies heavily on boxing one-on-one and those knockouts. I mean, you know, she's supposed to be a Brazilian submission artist, right? Not, not with 10 KOs, she's not. Not with 10 KOs because she's knocking people out. She's not getting them on the ground and submitting them. Anyway, there's a couple other fighters as far as the Invicta fighting championships are concerned. Of course, they are a, a women's card. And Tanya Evinger has got two defenses. She's been a champion since 2015. And D, the Deep Jewels. Well, does that sound a little sexist or what? The Deep Jewels uh, sanctioning body has their champion from 2015 be Ji Yeon Kim, who's 6-0 with two submissions. No defenses, won that title back in 2015. So I guess that's another one of those sanctioning bodies that comes and goes. No doubt about that. But 135 right now, am I impressed with Garbrandt? No doubt about it. Garbrandt is like the real deal. It comes with, as I said, from Sacramento, California. Um, it was a great team up there. I mean, Uriah Faber, whoa, whoa. Uriah, like the guy, the greatest guy ever to not win a UFC title and to fight in the UFC. I mean, think about that. We've had him on the show in the past, and I've never dogged him about being the uh, the bridesmaid and never being the bride, they never dogged him about it, but it, it's just quite apparent. It's, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious. I mean, you know, he's fought the best out there, and he's lost to the best out there. It's just the way it's got to go down. Of course, now we're looking at Cody Garbrandt's record, having beat Dominic Cruz in a unanimous knot, of course, in December of last year. God, he's been off seven months, long time, long time. For guys fighting at 135, you know, in these lighter weights, you don't really want to take all that much time in between fights because you see what happens with Amanda Nunes. You're cutting weight, you're cutting a significant amount of weight, and, you know, things go wrong. You get sinus infections, you get the runs. I mean, I keep going. I can tell you all the, the, the pitfalls and, and the issues that you face in, uh, in losing weight. It sort of reminds me, and I've seen both, somebody coming off heroin withdrawals. That's how tough it is. Anyway, looking at Garbrandt's record, he's beating everybody put in front of him, 11-0, 11 knockouts. What more? Well, I mean, 11 stops. What more can I say? The real deal at 135, no doubt, doubt about that. The great Cody Garbrandt. Now, as far as the other weight classes are concerned, I think that the hottest division right now has got to be, and I'll say got to be, the light heavyweight division because of the fact that John Jones is returning. Of course, John Jones, the heir apparent to greatness, and then cocaine got in the way, and hit-and-run accidents got in the way, and then estrogen blockers, a.k.a. performance-hensing drugs got in the way. So all these things have gotten in John Jones's way, and yet at the age of 30, 31, he's still the most prolific fighter in the uh, probably in the UFC. I mean, when John Jones fights, more people say this is the best fighter pound for pound in the world fighting than they do about any other athlete. It's just the way it is. I mean, he, he he's 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 dominant, and he beat the current champion pretty decisively when they fought like a year and a half, almost two years ago now. I was talking about Daniel Cormier out of Silicon Valley, the American Kickboxing Academy down there in Silicon Valley, a.k.a. San Jose, California. But, you know, since then, I mean, Cormier has made some money at title offenses before it fought Anderson Silva. Of course, that Silva fight, it showed everybody the blueprint on how to beat Daniel Cormier because Silva kicked him in the side as far as kicking him in the body was concerned, and he all but went down. I mean, this was the most noticeable. I've been hurt by a body shot you're ever going to see on a guy's face ever. I mean, he was just wearing it all over his face. There was blood in the water. 
you can smell it. I can smell it through the TV screen, and I'm like through the TV screen. But Anderson Silva couldn't smell it, or he couldn't pull the trigger. It was only a three-round fight. Still, Silva, of course, took that fight on, what, one day's notice? But he was at the weigh-in the day before, and he, they said, oh, the opponent fell out. Oh, I can fight. Not five rounds, but I can fight. So they put him in a three-round fight, and he saved the promotion on less than 24 hours' notice. Pay-per-view main event with a guy that's just 24 hours in training, only in the UFC, baby. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Speaking of Dominic Cruz, he's got some issues, of course, the three, the four torn ACLs, anterior Khrushchev ligaments, I believe. And, of course, those are in your knee, and he's had he tore three of them, but he's actually had four put in them. What am I trying to tell you is that they take the, 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 uh, the, the, the tendon out of a dead body. Eee. They cut this tendon out of a dead body, a fresh corpse, fresh piece of meat. They cut the tendon out, and then they ship it over to where Dominic's going to get the operation done. And, of course, they put this, this, this tendon back in his leg and around his knee, okay? Well, he had it done three times. Actually, one time it, it rejected, you know, like the, the tissues were rejected. His body wouldn't take it, so he had to have it done a fourth time. So he's had four ACLs. Former Bantamweight champion, Dominic Cruz, his career, what can I say? I, I thought that Gar- Gar- Cody Garbrandt showed a lot of class not going for his knees. But at this point in time, I think it's time for Mr. Dominic Cruz to walk away. I know he's only 22 and 2, but I got to tell you, man, you know, when it's time to time to go, you got to go in the world of combat sports and mixed martial arts. If you don't, you will end up selling pencils on a corner, not remembering anything you've done in your prior life. I've seen guys. That was my first um, exhibition or, 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 or my first portrayal of anything as far as combat sports were concerned was when I saw Frankie Click. He was a former world junior welterweight champion out of San Francisco, and he was laying in the streets in the gutter up where I grew up in Bernal Heights here in San Francisco. He had money. I mean, his family had money, and they took care of him. So he would get drunk and lay in the streets and, you know, spout all kinds of crazy stuff. But, but when he was lucid, he could tell me about fighting Kid Chocolate and doing all the things he had done in his career and how it was an upset and how he told me the mafia controlled his career and things like that. So he was quite a story. There's no doubt about it. But he was also a punch-drunk alcoholic. And when you're punch-drunk, you know, like, not every day is the same. And, and, and how can I tell you? Brain damage, and we've had Dr. Netan Satya on this. In fact, we're going to hear from him in our next segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. He's, of course, the boxing MMA doctor out of, of course, Cornell University, the New York State Athletic Commission, but he will go deep into the world of combat sports and, and knockouts and when a boxer when a boxer's supposed to be stopped. And the same thing applies with mixed martial arts. So you'll listen to Dr. Nathan Setti coming up in our next edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Dr. Setti, of course, part of our tour to Cuba and the Bahamas leaving October the 23rd. I'm talking about the World Boxing Organization, the WBO. Leaving Miami, Florida. That's where it's going to be on October 23rd. We'll come back that following Friday. We're going to Cuba. We're going to the Bahamas. We'll take care of the ratings committees. We'll take care of all the rules, the bylaws. We'll take care of all the World Boxing Organization convention business we have to do on the cruise ship. And, of course, living large, baby, and Cuba and the Bahamas. You can do it with us. Come on down. You can. can. I mean, here's a chance that you could actually go on a cruise where there will be some. there will certainly be some championship boxers there. And listen. These guys show up for the, the conventions, okay? They always show up for the conventions because they want to get the, the applause and the attention, this and that. But showing up on a cruise, a cruise to Cuba, these guys will be jumping out of the trees. The champions are going to be there in abundance. Don't forget, the WBO Congress, October 23rd. We leave Miami, Florida. You can check that news out at 
WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing, WBOboxing.com for all the news on our 30th Annual Congress Convention to Cuba. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, Dr. Netan Seti on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Gonna be standing on the corner, 12th Street and Bond. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800 692 0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Use your head. Vince McMahon hires the best people and then overpays them so they don't want to leave. Hmm. That's why he has the best show. That's why everything's first class. That's why he's the best. Now more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. 
We're joined by Dr. Netson Sethi, folks. He is our brain doctor, our brain expert, of course, a neurologist from New York State. And, Doc, you want to go with that disclaimer before we go any further? Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you from New York City. I, I just want to uh, say that I work as a chief medical officer for the New York State Athletic Commission. And the views I'm going to share with you and your viewers are my own. They don't necessarily reflect the views of the commission. Thank you. Okay, great enough. Now, you and I have talked in the past, of course, it's all about head, head, head injuries and com- on contact sports, be it the NFL or be it combat sports, boxing. But I've always, I've always wondered from a doctor's point of view, and you, you are a noted ring to- ringside neurologist, when, is a good, when do you stop a fight? When, when does a fight stop? Peter, I'm glad you asked the question because recently I've written about this and I'm trying to standardize what are called medical stoppages in boxing. So let me explain. As you're aware, some commissions, in some commissions, you know, they only allow the referee to stop a fight. In other commissions, where either the referee or the ringside physician can stop a fight. So obviously, medical stoppages occur in boxing all the time. And... You know, as boxing fans will appreciate, a lot of times they will say, oh, that was a good medical stoppage by the ringside physician, or that was a good stoppage by the referee. Sometimes fans will be upset. They'll say, oh, that was a bad stoppage. It was not done at the right time. So, you know, in boxing, you can kind of say there are good medical stoppages, and, what I, and I define a good medical stoppage as a stoppage which is done at the right time in the bout, not too early, not too late, and it's done for the right medical reason. On the other hand, a bad medical stoppage will be a stoppage is done either too early. Now, the, the fight was stopped too early. The boxer could recover, the, but the, the doctor or the referee stopped the fight. Or it's done too late after damage has occurred, after the boxer has been injured. Or if the fight is stopped for the wrong medical indication. So what I always tell is that in, in, a, in, in any boxing match, as you know, I mean, I, I personally love boxing, I, uh, you know, but as a, as a doctor, as a neurologist, my job and that of the job of the ringside physicians at that time, we are not, we are not there as fans. We are there. Our only job is and should be to protect the health and safety of the fighters who are in the ring. Doc, and you I, have a contrast. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, sir. So you have to contrast that with, you know, the reaction of the fans. Fans want the fight to go on. You know, that, 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 that's understandable. Sometimes, you know, the promoters want the fight to go on. The corners will like the fight to go on. They might be thinking that the boxer is going to turn things around. Even if the boxer is getting hurt, they might say, well, my boxer might turn things around. A lot of times, as you know, fighters never quit. Boxers never quit. In boxing, people don't quit. So boxers want the fight to go on. So a lot of times, really the only person who's kind of objective has to be the ringside physician. The ringside physician has to make the call based solely on medical concerns for the fighter. No other, no other thing should be in his, in his or her mind. So that's what I'm trying, to, I'm trying to really standardize. Can we standardize these stoppages? Can we make them uniform? So, so you know, it's around the country, the same uh, protocols are followed. Stoppages get standardized. The sports governing bodies like the WBO, WBC, they have also a role in the input of these. And that's my attempt to kind of standardize medical stoppages in boxing. Okay. 
I got to ask you this. I'm going back two years. A guy, fight, a guy by the name of Pritchard Colon was in a fight, and he got hit in the back of the head. He was rabbit punched and hit in the back of the head. He went down. Uh, he's in his corner. He's complaining about being dizzy, and the back of his head hurts. So this Dr. Richard Ashby, according to Kenny Rice, who was the NBC reporter, quote, I just talked to Dr. Richard Ashby. He is a doctor here on call and the one checking on Cologne, Rice said in the broadcast. He continued. He told me that Cologne said he, he said that Cologne said he was dizzy and hurting in the back of the head but felt he could go on. Now, I'm, I'm not going to go on any further than that. That fight should have been stopped right then and there, period. Right, and, and Pedro, without commenting on this, this case, because it should not be right for me to comment on something which I was not there, what I can say is exactly, you know, a ringside physician's job at that time is, is very tough, and I hope your fans appreciate the pressures which are on there on the ringside doctors, and that's why, uh, you know, everybody wants the fight to go on, but the doctor has to either stop the fight or let it continue based, I feel, solely on the medical condition of the boxer. So how do, we, how do we kind of go about doing that? So I strongly believe that a doctor's job does not start when something has already bad has happened. A doctor's job occurs throughout the course of the bout. So like when you have a one-minute rest period between the bouts, the ringside physicians, they, as you know, most, in most fights, there are two ringside physicians, one on each corner. The ringside physicians should step up, either step up to the ring canvas, lean over, have a look at the boxer. You know, you don't want to be interfering with the corner's time. The one minute they have with their fighter, you don't need to be doing anything, but you need to be looking, seeing how the boxer is doing. Is he complaining anything to his corner? Is he saying, Am I, does he say, I'm hurting? Or does he say, my head hurts? How does he interact with the corners? As you know, boxers at that time are interacting with the corner. You know, so that is a very good, that, that period, the one-minute period, is where a doctor should be doing his job all the time between, between rounds. And that is the ideal time to really be assessing the fighter throughout the fight. Now, let's assume a fighter has suffered a knockdown in the preceding round, okay? Or as a doctor, when you sit in ringside, you see, you see that, that he took a lot of punishment in that round. So let's assume now it's a minute's break after the round is over. I strongly believe the ringside physician at that time should step up to the corner, ask the boxer maybe a few questions. Are you okay? You know where you are. Is, is anything hurting? Uh, again, kind of look at the fact how he's interacting with his, with his corner. Uh, when the fighter is walking back to his corner, is he steady on his feet? Uh, does he voice any complaints to his corner, like, you know, headache, pressure in the head, some dizziness, some blurred vision? And like I emphasize, the ringside physician should try to do this without intruding on the corner's time. And that's where I think I want the fans to appreciate that's why our job is so difficult. Because but, you want to do this without really interrupting the flow of the fight. Now, let's assume the ringside physician feels, I need more time to look at this fighter. I, what I feel what we should do, and I, this is the way I want to standardize things across the country, is at that point in time, the ringside physician will tell the referee, I need more time to look at this fighter. So what will happen? The referee will signal the start of the next round. So the bell rings. As soon as the bell rings, the referee calls a timeout. He walks the other fighter to the neutral corner, and he brings this fighter, whom, I, whom the ringside physician wants to look at, to the ringside physician. And that's the time the ringside physician has a few moments when he quickly examines the fighter. You know, ask him questions. Are you hurt? How do you feel? 
Is does your head hurt? Do you know where you are? Uh, now, if the fighter appears confused, disoriented, you can ask more questions. You know, which round is it? Who's the opponent? W- you know, what venue are you fighting at? Quickly, you can flash a light into the uh, into the uh, uh, fighter's eyes. As you know, the eyes are, the, are a window into the into the brain. So you want to look at the pupils. Are they reacting well to light? That kind of gives an idea that there's no there's no increased pressure in the brain. You can ask him to track your finger across. Sometimes you'll see us ringside giving like a complex command to the fighter, like take your right hand, touch your left ear. Now, what, the reason we are doing that, we want to see the fighter following command. And at times I'm looking at the fighter. Is he leaning over on the ropes? Is he resting? Is he steady? So that's the time I'm kind of you know, assessing the fighter. And then you have to appreciate I need to do that very quickly, within 10 seconds, because if I spend too much time, what happens? I am, in a way, giving this fighter time to recover. So obviously, the other corner will be very upset with the ringside position, and the commission, they'll say, well, you know what? This fight is not being fair, because you're giving time for the fighter to recover. My, my, my fighter can knock him out if you let the fight go right now. So you have to do this very quickly, and then you have to quickly tell the referee, and I think the way I feel it, that time, that time your, your decision should be clear. Either the fight goes on or the fight stops on medical ground. That time you're not thinking, oh, I'm not sure, should I let it go? If you are in doubt, I always feel, if you're in doubt, err on the side of safety. The boxer's safety always comes first. You know, that's, referee, Doc, that's I the want one, the that, fight to be stopped. Yeah, that's the way I feel about climate change. In other words, if there's a risk here, let's, let's take care of it. Let's address it first. Anyway... Good versus bad medical stoppages in boxing. Stopping a fight in time. It's an article written by my guest here, Dr. Netan Sadi. He's a neurologist, of course, out of New York. Department of Neurology, New York Presbyterian Hospital. Listen, Doc, I thank you and I feel blessed each and every time you, you uh, share your knowledge. This is here on, the, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, so I thank you for everything, and hopefully we can talk again real soon. Don't forget the website, braindiseases.wordpress.com. Right, Doc? That's right, Pedro. Thank you so much. You are tuned to the, of course, Ring Talk Live, or Dr. Nitin Sati, my man, when it comes to combat sports. He just tells it like it is. He's got that blog. Check out his blog. He really is, I say, the foremost expert on brain injuries and brain damage. And, you know, when I was at the last World Boxing Organization convention, I think we had it was in San Juan, Puerto Rico, in October of last year, 2016, I heard a referee and a doctor talk about how a referee should be watching certain things with knockdowns to occur. And, of course, you really don't see that a whole lot of times. In other words, the referee should be looking at the down fighter, the guy fighter that got hurt, the fighter that's been rocked. In other words, if the fighter gets knocked down, I mean, even though he's got to get the other fighter into a neutral corner, okay, the bottom line is his eye should be on the down fighter because he's got to look at him and see, is he concussed? Is he in bad shape? I mean, did he hit the floor unconscious and the floor work him up? If that's the case, we probably don't want this fight continuing. I mean, because this repetitive concussion syndrome, this is the, this is like, this is the death of combat sports. The fact that here's what's up. Guys get concussions and then they go out there and they don't, you know, take a significant amount of time to heal because a concussion is a brain bleed. That's what it is. Your brain is bleeding, a small brain bleed for the most part. That's what a concussion means. Now, people get concussions all the time. You've probably had a concussion and not known it at one point in time in your life. Okay. But combat sports, contact sports, football especially, what did, um, what did that one, that one football player tell me? Tell us a few months ago on this show that 
that he, he suffered his first concussion in his first practice in spring training. And you get like concussions throughout the years. And he finally had to retire. He didn't want to have nothing to do with football anymore. I mean, Ted Johnson, I mean, maybe in, 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 in 15 or 20 years from now, there won't be anybody playing football because football will be just like, just ab- absolutely so dangerous. I mean, why would you go to college and have a college education to play football? Think about that. All the guys who've gotten out, Steve Young, Steve Young got out early. Troy Aikman got early. These guys got out probably at the peaks of their careers. And why? CTE. That's right. Chronic brain damage. It's not a joke. It's serious. That's why we've got to take closer looks at fighters. Of course, I'm talking about during training. I'm Listen, I believe that a fighter, if he's licensed and he's training to fight, I think he should be examined twice a year, at a very minimum twice a year. They go once a year now, and a lot of times the physical is this type of thing where, you know, you, you jump on the scale, they take your temperature, and then they tell they reach down down there, you know where, and tell you to cough. <coughs> that's probably about, that's probably the gist of most physicals for uh, boxing matches. I kid you not. I mean, we take your blood pressure, and, and, you know, that's a little crazy because my blood pressure, my pulse, my pulse is about 54, 55 as far as normal is concerned. Um Back in the day when I was fighting my prime, it was in the 40s, the high 40s. So that was sort of cool because when things got crazy and I got stressed, it was like 60, 65. So, you know, things weren't going crazy. And, of course, it would peak out crazily. I remember that, that, that cardiovascular test I took where the machine basically blew up there at Kaiser Hospital. The doctor said to me, you weren't supposed to do that. I didn't know. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. I got an email here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Amanda Nunes will fight Shevchenko. Of course, they fought the first time, and it was a three-round decision for Amanda Nunes. Of course, they were looking at this being a blood match. Valentina's very talented, 58-3 as a professional boxer. Um, she's only lost a couple of fights as a professional mixed martial artist. Of course, um, Amanda Nunes, 14-4. and four. This was supposed to be for the Bantamweight title. It didn't happen because she got a sinus infection, but they're going to try to reschedule this probably in the next two to three months because both fighters said, wait, so I would think that the opt the, probably the best thing to do would be to give them a couple of weeks off, maybe three weeks off, and try to schedule something in the, say, eight weeks after that. Give them six or seven weeks. Don't want to overtrain them. Don't want to overtrain them because when you overtrain athletes, folks, they just they don't rise to the occasion. They you sit there, why is the guy looking so bad? How come he can't see that punch coming? How come he's not reacting? Overtraining. Overtraining is a mother ducker, no doubt about it. You are tuned to the Ring Talk Live Worldwide Network, of course, each and every Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, two hours, 2 p.m. Eastern time, right here on the Ring Talk Network. Coming to you from Pier 39, Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco, this is Ring Talk, baby! Hey, travelers! Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 
855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Advantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Advantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, Get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Been in the room, this uh, song was recorded in Motown Studios, of course, Grandview Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Speaking of Detroit, you know, I do miss Motown. They tell me that they're closing down Joe Louis Arena. They're going to build a bigger building, a brand new arena in this. And of course, Cobo Hall, Joe Louis Arena, call it what you want, but Joe Louis, man, the iconic figure that he was, I just can't give. It's Joe Louis Arena. Like the San Francisco Civic Auditorium, they call it the Bill Graham Auditorium now. No, no. It is the Civic Auditorium. Once you have a name, it sticks there, and that's just the way it is as far as legacy of arenas. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I want to mention, of course, that I am a licensed private investigator, folks. And when I'm on the road here in California, there's two things I need each morning, a full tank and clean windows. A full tank because you never know how far you're going to be able to follow somebody, and clean windows because you need proper surveillance. Bottom line is I get all of that at my Valero station. Check them out online, Valero.com. Until next time. Keep your hands up, keep your chin out. Most importantly, don't forget, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 